Hey guys, welcome to my podcast. Uh, my name is Usman, and this is for our Mask 491 course. Today we're going to be talking about pretty much just uh, digital technology, the age of technology, and where I think it's going. Uh, I think an important topic for us to start off with there are these social networking and bookmarking tools that we've been discussing in class and some of us have <coughs> used on our own. I know for me, uh, my first real, f you know, tool for this sort of activity was Facebook. You know, I got Facebook, uh, you know, a year after it came out when it was strictly just for college students. You know, I've, I don't know if you guys remember that, but those are good times. You know, those are really, that was really when Facebook was, I thought, its best, was when it was selective in its user base. You know, it's selective on who it wanted to, you know, bring into the mix. And I liked that a lot because I thought that it really allowed college students to communicate with one another rather than a whole mix of people like MySpace was, you know. And I have a MySpace, but I really don't use it because I find it to be too, you know, too, there's too much going on, you know. I mean, I, I'm, a, I'm a techie guy. I like lots of stuff on my screen, but MySpace, I think, was a little overwhelming for me in that fact and that I think that it was too much for us to grasp at one, you know, point. Facebook, on the other hand, I always felt had a very minimalistic feel to it. I felt that it was, you know, it told you what you wanted to know, it basic information, and it really got done well. And that's why I love Facebook so much, and that's why I still use it. It's because I think it really does, you know, communicate and, t you know, combine all the different aspects of college and college life with one another, although its user base has expanded to pretty much anyone that has an email account, you know, and about these programs, like, I think that, you know, when it all started, the main goal, I feel, was to, you know, just pretty much just involve everyone together, you know, everyone wanted a social tool, a social site, a social, you know, middle ground, where everyone could feel like they could take a, be a part of it, and get involved without feeling excluded, and, that's what MySpace was in the beginning, and then Facebook came around and really changed the way people view these things. It changed the way people communicated, you know, with notes, messaging, all this crazy stuff. I mean, I know it doesn't sound too crazy, but yeah, you know, and I, I think that Facebook is a really cool tool to use. And although it's changed drastically, I really don't like where it is right now. I mean, the whole mini feed thing already creeped me out when I first saw it and it still creeps me out you know I don't want to know if my friend you know is going to the bathroom I don't want to even know if he's eating a meal like I don't really care about my friends that much know what they're doing every second you know but you know I still am a part of it and I don't mind that you know all the little over information overflow you know what can you do uh, MySpace I always felt was just like I don't know I just I never really, I never really caught on to it. Like I had an account because everyone else told me to get one, and I got one, and I, you know, customized it the way I, the way I wanted it to be. But I never really felt like that was my, you know, that was my, that was my thing. I never really felt like my space is where I have to be. I never really, I don't like, I never really got up and just, you know, trolled MySpace like I troll Facebook. Like I never, I never did that just because I never felt like MySpace was that outlet for me. 
but Facebook I feel is really coming to its own and like now although it is open to anyone I feel like I can still maintain the same level of communication open with who I started Facebook with which is really cool I mean uh, yeah and like uh, we're also using you know I can't forget you know Twitter delicious you know stumble upon all these new tagging and bookmarking sites like that's really cool you know I never really knew about this kind of stuff until I actually just like learned it in this class and you know I knew of it I never really <clears throat> I never really uh like knew about it that much I guess you know and uh it's it's pretty cool. I mean, I like Twitter. I like you know. I I don't check it that often. You know, maybe like once or twice a day, maybe three times. You know, I mean, I do. I, I made. I really wanted to try to integrate it into my daily life. So I, you know, obviously I got it on my iPod. I have it on my phone. I have uh, on my computer. I have two different ways to do it. Either you know through the actual Twitter online, or I have a special program for it, Twitterlicious. You know, so I, I did really try to integrate it into my daily life just to make sure, to see if it would work. And it, so far, it's not seamless, it's not perfect, but, you know, I've been able to do it when I need to, which is pretty cool as well. Uh, and, like, on the topic of just social networking and bookmarking, you know, uh, how about all these new, like, games and programs that are coming out? Like, I remember uh, Second Life, that's what it was called, yeah. Like, uh, I remember Second Life, you know, and how that came around, and everyone was going, you know, nuts, nuts over Second Life. I don't even know why. Like, I mean, if you're going to play a game, why get a game that, like, you do real crap in? Like, that just makes no sense to me. Like, that's what real life is for, to do what you want to do in real life. Why would you want to have two lives? Like, I mean, obviously, you know, I play World of Warcraft, and to me, that's like not really a second life it's more of a hobby you know but second life was actually like a second life like you got a job you got a house like it's like the sims but more control which i never really understood like i never understood why people would do that stuff you know like there are actually companies that had meetings and did stuff like that in second life and i just i don't know it's beyond me and i really don't know why would you why would you want that i have no idea <clears throat> i know uh for me, the reason I play, you know, World of Warcraft is just because I love the social aspect of that game. It's a different type of aspect. Like, the people on there are really pretty, you know, they're pretty cool people, you know. And I have my my roommate and I play on the same server, which is pretty cool as well, you know. And I guess I, I, just, I just like the social aspect of it. I mean, I wrote a paper on it for English, you know, about the whole social aspects of online gaming and, you know, stuff like that. And... I mean, I've analyzed it from a ton of different angles about why people play, you know, what motivates them to play, you know, like, the time spent playing and stuff like that, and I mean, I have, you know, dedicated a certain, you know, time of day to playing, you know, WoW, just because, you know, uh, I have a guild and I have, you know, we do raids and stuff like that, and I want to be there because I like seeing that kind of content, it's a different type of feeling. You know, it's it's a different type of world, really. It is, and I know it's kind of weird saying that, and I'm probably going to be like, you know, think I'm sort of really weird super geek or anything. You know, I really, I mean, I really don't care. Like, I like playing a game just because it's fun. I like the things you can do in the game, and I know that you can't do this some of that stuff in real life, and that's why it makes it fun. You know, it's fantasy, and some of the stuff you can do is just it gets your heart racing. You know, I'm an adrenaline junkie. I've loved adrenaline ever since I was like 10 years old, five years old. You know roller coasters, you know, running around, playing with my friends, like, 
I just I just love adrenaline and I feel that these online games just can give you so much of it that is really what I crave you know whether it's conscious or subconsciously I don't know but I love the feeling of these games I love the way they make me feel when I'm playing them and afterwards you just look back on it and you're like wow damn that was that was cool you know and that's that's a good feeling to have and I mean I, I really don't understand like why people are so you know close to this type of gaming like there's you know parents or stuff like that they're just like thinking that their kid is playing too much time you know I obviously I think that you know 12 14 hours a day is just absurd like, that's just too much to play a game you know I don't even play that much I play maybe three four or five hours a day spread out of the whole day I don't you know I try not to spend more than three four hours at a time playing just because I can't do that you know and I, I I guess parents are just concerned about the way their, the, you know, society is taking their, their children, you know, and I mean, yeah, why don't we just run on this one here, uh, in terms of the way parents are handling it, I think that I know from when I was little that my, you know, experience of technology was way different, worlds different than what's happening now, like I know, you know, when, you know, I remember you guys probably when your parents said go to your room, what did you have in your room? I know for me, I had a black and white TV and books. That was it. No cell phone, no TV, you know, no nice fancy TV, no computer, no iPod, nothing. You know, that was that was true punishment. Now, kids are getting pampered left and right. I mean, p parents are just letting their kids run rampant, you know, and do pretty much whatever they want to do because that's th their goal is to please their kid. And there's no limits. There's no there's no set time frame. I mean. The question's been asked, who do you blame, the kid or the parent, for these addictions? The parent. There's no questions asked. That's the only answer. It's the parent. Like, who Who else would you blame? You can't blame the game companies. They're doing their job. The kid is doing what he's doing because the parents are letting him do it. Who do you blame? You know? And I think that society has really just... We've become so desensitized to all the violence and crime and sexual things we've been seeing on TV and movies that we just, you know, shrug it to one side and say, yeah, whatever, and roll with the punches. Like, I think that's, I'm not, I mean, obviously that's not a good thing, you know, but what can you do? You know, what What do you do? So, that's my podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed listening. I definitely enjoyed doing it. And I'll definitely see you guys in class. Take it easy.